There are things that go bump in the night, and we are the ones who bump back. I'm Griffin. I'm Molly. And we're going into the Superverse. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Into the Superverse. Today, we are taking a a veering turn away from our normal Marvel DC fair, and we are discussing Hellboy. Dun, dun, dun! We were sitting around today wondering which movie we would watch next for the pod. Obviously, we've been doing a lot of Marvel, so we felt the need to switch it up. Uh, but we also, on our own time, had watched all the DC movies last year. So we're like, let's dig in the crates a little bit. This was not even one uh, that was on our little list of movies. It just... Oh, I have been corrected. (laughs) But uh, it just happened to be on Amazon. I had seen Hellboy 2 in theaters. I did not know anything about Hellboy until David Harbour was going to be in the new Hellboy, which we have yet to see as well. Yeah, I think we'll probably get around to it now that we've started uh, with Guillermo del Toro's. Um, I, like I said, I had seen the second one, and I think it was kind of like on a whim. A friend and I, like back, this was like freshman year of high school or middle school maybe, uh, we just wanted to go see a movie, and Hellboy 2 was that movie. What year did Hellboy 2 come out? So this is 2004. Yeah, so. it, was, it was 08. There was a big gap. I don't know why. Um, but, yeah, and I, I remember it's liking it. a lot of it. CGI. It was, yeah, for sure, especially at that time. I don't think these movies are, like, super high-budget movies. I think we, I, we could tell. Yeah. We could tell. Uh. But, like, you know, that was a long time ago. I had pretty much forgotten anything I would have learned about the character and supporting cast. So this was, it was all fresh to me. Um, I kept recognizing people from the movie. Yep. Uh, starting with who I thought was Liv Tyler. It was not. It was Selmick. Selmick. Selma Blair. Selma Blair. Um, from such films as Legally Blonde, mostly. That's pretty much it. And the, I guess, like, lead, other than Hellboy, John, is from The New Charmed. And I know him from that. And he is British. Indeed. And uh, apparently he was also in Bridgerton for two episodes. So he's doing well. I... But, like, now. He's doing well now. Took a long time. This movie tanked his career. He definitely was not doing... Uh, top tier stuff Was he after in the this, second I can one? see. Um, no, no, that's actually kind of surprising. I because Selma I was, is. Yeah, I, saw. I was trying to think about it, and I was like, "Was he in there?" Because there is definitely someone like him in that, like a uh, just a buddy, like a straight man kind of. I thought he did a good job. I wonder why he Agreed. was recast. I do not know. Maybe he had some. No, I have no idea. Uh, anyway, a lot going on. Kind of on. a Buckwild movie. Oh, yeah. We had a lot of different, like, not even homages, but, like, I-, I was seeing a lot of other movies in this. Yes. First, the very first scene reminded me, actually, of the first Captain America. Yeah. Maybe it's because we just watched it. But, but I think it, I think it would have anyway. I mean, it's, like, 
there's a bit of narration going on and it's just you're plunged into some covert mission uh, that turns out to be like them trying to stop a Nazi occult ritual summoning demons from another dimension where they've been imprisoned. Uh, and it really, you know, you're, you're going along with it and it kind of gives the audience a bit of a frame at the start because I'll just call him Broom, Dr. Broom. I don't remember his full last name, uh, is trying to, uh, haphazardly explain this stuff to the, uh, army guy that's like leading the unit who doesn't want to hear any of it. But of course everybody sees it firsthand. Um, and honestly, so we see the undead Nazi assassin, whose name is like Cronin. Is that right? Oh, yeah. And uh, then <laughs> Yeah. I, I had them mixed up for the first part of oh, the okay. movie. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I actually like saw that guy, and like when he had the Russian accent, I was like, that guy looks like Rasputin. Like, I, I don't know. Like, maybe it's because... How do you know what Rasputin looks like? Well... There was something, I swear that I've seen... I mean, we've like, all seen Anastasia. Yes. But Didn't I look like him. I don't know why. Like, I have this idea in my head, probably most recently, because uh, they are doing this new Kingsman movie, and Rasputin is in that. What's with all these Rasputin? Well, that's, that's what like, my note is about. Outs. I'm like, what is going on right now? Uh, so he is... He's involved intimately with these Nazi experiments. So yeah, it's just like also Captain America, like someone, which they don't they don't say as much in this as in Captain America, but like a a subsidiary of the Third Reich doing secret experiments and tests and stuff like the Red Skull was in Captain yeah. America. I just read um, a not so fun fact for the crew of this movie, but it was shot. For six days a week for 130 days, Monday through Saturday, and Sundays were for editing. Holy shit. That is incredibly long. Correct. Not fun for the crew. Jesus. I wonder if they did that again for the second one, and that's why there was never a third. After we got into the movie, I got into it more. The beginning, I was kind of just like, what the fuck is happening? And like... The CGI is, like, not great, yeah. so I had to get over that hump. Like, the little Hellboy from the very beginning, I was like, oh, God. Yeah, it's, like, this weird, <clears throat> like, it's very plasticky. Like, everything's a little too shiny, and it's not blended in well. I felt like I was watching a WB yeah. or CW show. It really show. tells you how far Again, CGI has come in since, since this movie <clears throat> came out. I mean, it has almost been 20 years. But yeah, but like Fantastic Four, I know I always Fantastic, Fantastic Four, but it doesn't work out in 2004. It, hel- it holds up better than this. Yeah. Yeah. Was it really? I get them. I guess I guess the first one did. Right. And the second one came out in like 2007. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we just watch X-Men. It's also that came out like in 2000. I think it's they, tried, not, they took on a lot. I'm not arguing this. that the CGI in this movie has aged well because it hasn't. But like. Even though Fantastic Four has, like, some ridiculous effects, it's mostly, like, humans or, like, humanoid stuff. Something like the baby Hellboy is, like, so hard oh, to yeah. make. Look. Like, that was a... That's but, a, like, they have somebody that lights on fire. Right. 
But you know what I'm saying? Like, that's like a monumental task now. Oh, I don't mean the Hellboy specifically. I mean all the other right. stuff. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm like, not I'm not making any arguments. Like, the opening, like, credits thing. Yeah. I was like, this looks terrible. This looks Like, awful. their little doorway with, like, something just fell through. Yeah. Like, a light or something. Yeah. So, just, just need to rag on that a little bit. And yeah, like you said. Like, the further we got into it, the less I cared. But yeah. at first, I was like, this is rough. And once we actually got to meet Hellboy as an adult, he was so fucking charming. Like, I just really enjoyed him. And I feel like I could have even done with more character stuff. Yeah, agreed. And he was really funny. I was, like, laughing out loud during this yeah. movie. I think that's, that's like, what makes this movie, like, because people really like Hellboy. Uh, even though I think it, it it did well, but like you know, it's not. It has an eighty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, like it's his character and like what both like how he's written and like what Ron Perlman just like brings this personality to it, where it's not like super corny. It's like he's like yeah. uh, he's like a fun like believable. You're right. It's not corny at all. Like his characterization of everything. Um, I wasn't expecting it to be this funny, and. Yeah, I don't, I, that was just, I mean, I didn't expect much because like I said, I didn't know anything, but um, that was really enjoyable because the other movie it really reminded me of in the beginning was Men in Black, which is also obviously hilarious because it's like you are dealing with like aliens and stuff like you have to add that comedy in. Right. Um, And like just the way they enter that like building that they are and like the whole like, oh, you know, it's not really UFOs, like blah, blah, blah. Like, I just think that was all really good. I'm a big fan of like hidden bureaucracies handling weird stuff and making it seem like your day-to-day. So like Men in Black, and uh, I recently played this video game called Control, and it's just like, you know, they're dealing with like the most insane otherworldly shit imaginable but they're all working in cubicles it's like the tva from loki i just i love that trope so much oh the the other thing besides him being funny that i was gonna say was he's also like really smart and like good at what he does and like i don't think we really ever see no that's not true we do see that in other things but like i think it's kind of rare for like oh this like creature that they raise is gonna be like planet of the apes kind of shit but it was like no he's like yeah He's not probably just like, smarter than a lot of the other yeah. humans. He's not just a brute. Yeah. They kind of do that with Beast in X-Men. But, mm-hmm. I mean, X-Men's kind of different anyway. But Yeah, uh, so it really throws you into it. And it's so funny because like the whole army squad takes to him so quickly. They First they shoot at him, and then they're like, he's red and he has a big hand. I think someone says, look at the size of that whammer. Yeah. <laughs> and then... 30 seconds later, in movie time, they're taking a group picture with him, and someone's like, it's just a little boy. I'm like, how did you... I mean, I guess he took the food. He didn't try to kill anybody, but I was just like, this is so... He doesn't look like a little boy. No, the turn of events was so funny. He looks obviously more human when it's... What is it? Perlman? Yeah, Ron Perlman. Um, Yeah, I loved that. I was like, okay. I think they were just like, you know what? We just need to tell the audience that, like, they're good. Like... Yeah, we can trust we're, him. We're moving on. <laughs> yeah, so we, we get that little thing, and then we jump forward to the Bureau of Paranormal Research and Defense, uh, and we meet the squad, so it's Broom now. Father. Yeah, Father, Broom, whatever, now much older, 
and has cancer. Uh, we meet Abe. My favorite character. What a, what a great character. Love him. I was really worried for him. Yeah. Because, like, of for course, sure. I don't remember anything from the second one, so I was like, anything could happen to these characters. But, like, I am very much charmed by Abe. And I also think it's very funny that the guy that does the mocap for him came back to do The Shape of Water with Guillermo del Toro because uh, I guess he's just really into playing humanoid fish things. Uh, yeah, Doug Jones is the name. So does he do the motions as well or just the voice? Uh, I don't... I think he also does the voices. Oh, he was he played the Silver Surfer in Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. I, I'm so intrigued by him and like how he ended up in this niche... So, like, he does the motions, like, and he's got, like, green dots all over him. I think so, And yeah. then we'll probably voice it as oh, well. Oh, so he did not voice Abe. Oh. Frasier did. That's not Frasier. That's not Frasier. Oh, my God. Frasier's brother. Oh, Nigel or something? <laughs> uh, Niles. Niles, yeah. Yeah. I was like... <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, but now I'm curious, just looking elsewhere... Uh, yeah, no, he does not... It's it, kind of... It was a very Jarvis type of character. Yeah. It looks like he voices himself in the second one. But looking around, like, it's it's hit or miss. But he's, like, still doing his thing. It's, it's cool to see him here. And the character is great. Did he get an Oscar for Shape of Water or whatever? I don't think so. I don't even think he was nominated. Yeah, I don't know how that would work. Because I think it was just Guillermo del Toro and then Best Movie, and I don't know who was the lead actress in that. But, anywho, we get some exposition on their lives now, and we meet Liz. Yeah, I wanted to know more about like their history, like her and, uh, as she called them, HB, which she kind of dropped that later, but just I, loved, all I thought red. that was cute. Yeah, I thought HB was cute. Because I don't like calling them Hellboy. It feels mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's I not do natural. like. I like Big hey, Red. Hellboy. Yeah. Big, Big Red, Red is probably HB. the best one. Um, I knew an HB in high school. Hellboy. Shout out. You knew Hellboy in high school? <laughs> wow. Why don't we get him as a guest on the pod? Yeah. Like clearly they have a history and it seems like something happened and... I just want to know more, and they are perfect for each other because he's fireproof. What a great romance, right? Why did they like, even try and fuck that up with John? No wonder they so, cut him from the next movie. So stupid. Yeah, Liz, as a character, is probably like, no, fuck that guy. Like, I don't understand why they even bothered with that. Like, they could have just made her not want to be with him for, like, other reasons. I don't know what the deal was. It felt like the whole thing was, like, a plot device to get Hellboy out of the, uh, like, hideout. I mean, we got that great scene with him and the nine-year-old, so it was worth it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, their, their relationship is great, but I, I like that they don't, like, have them, like, go into, like, an argument where they, like, break down, like, everything in their relationship. Yeah. Because it makes it, like... It felt you know, real. Yeah, and it's somehow easy to believe <laughs> that they are, like, that they have a romantic history, which is impressive. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we learned about her fire abilities which are 
pretty crazy strong. So is she? We're just like in a world where like you're just born a fire starter. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it seems like, and I'm sure like the because this is based on like the story of this. I think is taken directly from the first Hellboy comic. Um, it kind of seems to me like an analog to our society, but like just with a little sprinkling of supernatural. Yeah. But not too much. Cause clearly there's still a lot of normal stuff going on. I just, it seemed like there was more to her story and like, I thought John knew her like when she was younger, like mm-hmm. it seemed like he, like, I didn't know what they were trying to do there. That was, I mean, I, I, I don't know if this is the kind of movie we want to like get really into plot like stuff with, but that did feel like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that was all about. Definitely, like, my least favorite, like, aspect of this. Like, every time it, something involving that, like, little arc happened, I was like, what are, what's the point of this? And like, he was I like, I can convince her to come back. Why? All he said was, hey, the doc <laughs> wants you to come back. And then she <laughs> came back. Anybody could have done that. Like, I don't know. I just thought that, like, there was going to be more to that. And like, yeah. they were like, what was your specialty? I thought he was going to be like psychology or something. No, he's just a guy. He's just hanging out. Yeah, I'm trying to like see if we like missed any information about his character, but I don't think we did. I think he just didn't get that much characterization, which is too bad. Then we have the spawning creature Ugh. and those nasty eggs. Though I really, I did not enjoy that creature, Sam, Sam something? Sam. Sam, Sam. We call him Sam. Let's call him Sam. Yeah, he was gross. Um, There's Stranger Things vibes, the season three Stranger Things villain. Um, I do like that we get to see uh, HB in multiple, like, scenarios and, like, get to show off, like, what he could do. And with um, Abe. Yes. When they go to the museum and, like recreate the scene like i like the this little team up it yeah. did it felt very x-men too in that for way. sure uh, and just the fact that you have hellboy and abe who are both like can't be seen in public like super would disrupt everything just have them like on a crime scene bringing them on, on a translucent garbage truck like so fun. I also like their working relationship because they don't ever like fight between them or even like make fun of each other. They're, They're just very like, professional. Yeah, <laughs> like actually, <laughs> they work well, uh, which I appreciate. And uh, so that's like most of the main squad. And then we have the FBI director, played by Jeffrey. Michael Michael Bluth. Oh, yeah, I know it's Jeffrey Tambor. Uh, Tambor, uh, who was like his like I don't. I kind of think it was perfect it casting. It was. For this movie, I think it was perfect casting. He was so annoying. But I did... Probably the thing that I liked most about his appearance is, like, in the early... Probably, like, the intro credits, they have him on, like, a news show. And yeah. being asked about it, and he was like, it doesn't exist. I wish they had and gotten And then they cut, like, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was funny. It was a very funny movie. It was. Um, it kind of, like, laid some groundwork, I feel like... Well, no. I was going to make a comparison to, like, Dead, Deadpool, but... Like, the the wittiness, I guess, but, yeah. like, not really. It was the wittiness, but no fourth wall breaking. Like, they kept it very much 
like, yes, this is ridiculous and insane, but they don't, they're not like winking. They're very like kind of earnest about it, but not in a corny way. Like I said, you know? Yeah, it is earnest. They're not like making jokes every five seconds. Oh my God, this is crazy. You're big and red. It's just like, no, it is what it is. Like it was so different than like when we watched Blade. Cause that was my complaint about Blade. I was like, these aren't. Like, what are these jokes? Like, and they're not really jokes. It was like, are you being sarcastic? But, like, this was, like, clearly jokes, and it was, like, funny. Yeah. So good. We uh, still will be continuing with Blade, though, because we saw that Guillermo del Toro also directed Blade 2. So maybe that'll be a bit more our speed. We'll see. We will see. We'll get there. Yeah, so the plot kind of just continues to spiral once we meet <laughs> Sam. Uh, you know, the Nazis are... They're back. I was going to say they're back, but they never really left. Uh, yeah, we got one dude who got the maze. is just made out of dust, basically, and a bunch of gears. <laughs> Which, how is he being, like, controlled if the I other do, dude is dead? I do not know. Or, like, you know, not dead, but, like, I, not with us. I really could not tell you. Yeah, when they, like, faked out his death in the very beginning, I was like, obviously this guy is not dead. Well, He's too... Yeah. Yeah. I thought that, like... Why, by, why are we bothering with this? I thought by, like, giving the woman everlasting, like, mortality, basically, like, she would get a little bit more character. No. 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 I don't even think we got a name. <laughs> I mean, she I'm might, sure she has She might have name. one on the cast, but uh, for, the, for the sake of the plot, no. <laughs> yeah, she's, like, basically as stereotypical, like, female Nazi as you can get. Yeah. Which is what the movie called for. Uh, Which brings us into <laughs> Indiana Jones territory okay. of movie genre. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, every time they were, like, spelunking into one of these caves. I mean, it's really just one big cavern underneath this cemetery. Yeah, I was like, this is a very supernatural Indiana Jones vibe yeah, we've got going on. you mean on. the new... <laughs> yeah, I guess. I haven't seen it. Oh, spoilers. But I know it's aliens. Mm. Not like that, because this is good. <laughs> um, actually, before we like got that far, I wanted to go back, uh, jump slightly behind, because we get that whole scene where they're doing like the autopsy on Cronin, and the I think the prosthetic team for this movie had a great time with that because he was disgusting i didn't like it it kind of looked like he was made of clay but i was like I, they clearly maybe that's what a week was spent doing on this shoot they're like oh, we don't we don't have it right it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't look quite gross enough i mean yeah it was pretty short scene altogether for yeah. that but. but i think uh between that and like the the facial prosthetics for ron perlman like the the non CGI stuff was pretty well done, like it was that kind of yeah, uh, like Hellboy as an adult looked great. Yeah, for sure. Um, Even his little tail. I liked his tail. I liked when he rolled through that door that was closing and had to like close. Yeah, <laughs> curl his it tail was a like Indiana getting his hat. Yep. <laughs> um. Yes, yeah, so I'm this whole thing with. Myers and Liz going out for coffee. Like you said, that was 
eye roll worthy, but also, like you said, Hellboy having that whole conversation with that nine-year-old kid was very funny to me. But unfortunately, it results in the death of Broom. I don't think if he had been there, he could have saved him. I don't think so either, but it was just... He would have been in his room eating all of that food. Eating all those cats. No. He likes cats. Who is the one... No one was eating cats? No one ate a cat. What are you talking about? I think I realized this, but when we first go into Hellboy's room and they just have like the giant thing of cats, my first thought was like, which one of these creatures is eating cats? Oh God, they said, no, he likes cats. <laughs> well, yeah. And that's I, why like, they had him saving And then, yeah, kids. he saved. That was so funny too. Oh my God. I think when I saw that, I how wasn't sure you. how many, like, he was like, we're going to meet the whole family, whatever his name was, Clay said that. So I was like, I don't know if we're meeting Hellboy right now or if we're seeing all these other people, creatures. I thought we were going to see more creatures, but it was yeah. just like piles of food. Yep. Fair. I mean, I saw that bowl of chili. Three bowls. <laughs> Three bowls of chili. Three big boy bowls. And the nachos were coming. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... I don't really have too much to say, like, plot-wise. It's pretty straightforward. I think I mostly enjoyed the character interactions. But it really does... I don't know how long we spent in the caverns under that cemetery, but that's basically all, all of the action. Like, I all mean, of well, the we had all stuff. that stuff under the train tracks and with Abe and yeah. all that. Yeah, It was a good diversion plot, I thought. Indeed. Um... But yeah, um, and Jeffrey Tambor is there, contributing. That, he is just... I'm just kidding. I, he is so convinced that he is in charge. I'm like, how can you look at Hellboy and be like, I'm in charge! But like, he knows that he's not, that's why he's yelling it. It's like in The Dark Knight Rises when Ben Mendelsohn is like talking to Bane, and he's like, what the hell is going on? Like, I call the shots around here, he's like, do you feel in charge? And like puts his hand on his neck. I'm like, Hellboy doesn't even have to do that. <laughs> he is just inherently. Yeah, and then like, he got that guy killed. Right? I actually forgot about the corpse on a rope. I have so many that, video game references today. Um, that was for, an odd choice. It was, it was funny. But yeah, for any of our dedicated listeners who's played uh, the newest God of War, there's a character in that game who's just a head uh, is his name Ivan? No, I, it's he's a god, but like he was, he, was he got tied to a tree, like for all eternity for like doing something to Odin. So the main character cuts his head off and carries it on his belt loop, <laughs> and he helps you throughout the game. So it was basically that guy with a lot more personality. <laughs> yeah, between him and uh, was it Lime? Mm-hmm. Yeah, poor Lime. I thought we were gonna see them again. Somehow they would have miraculously survive that fall. I don't. Because they had the, the dead body is like giving a joke line as they're falling. He's like, I was better off dead. I don't think we needed that. <laughs> no. Wait. I mean, I forgot about that, it <laughs> until now. It lasted like maybe <laughs> 10 minutes. Like, I don't know what Hellboy's like powers are that he can bring somebody back from the dead. I guess he's like supposed to have like these... I guess, quote-unquote, demonic powers. Yeah. But, like, what other things do we see him do? I guess he can't be lit on fire. He's fireproof. 
that's about it. And then he does that thing to like open the portal. But yeah, uh, if he's has more supernatural abilities, we definitely don't see them. It was a little heavy handed with like the father, the son, and like this whole Catholicism through line. <laughs> yeah. Um, I that I mean he gets it so much from like the father because in the beginning the guy in the army's like you Catholic? Yeah. And he's like, among other things, yes. And then, like, the whole rosary thing throughout, like, and, like, clearly, yeah, what's, it's, like, I this whole, you know. I didn't think too much, like, you know, I didn't get too in-depth about it, besides, like, the obvious fact that those images kept coming back, but I wonder what that is supposed to mean. Like I don't, I, I don't know. Just I'm just trying so... to bring religion into it because I guess he's supposed to be from hell, but like he came from space. Yeah, but I guess they use hell as like a like a definition of just like some some place that has like this pure evil, and since all those demons were, I don't know. I'm just curious, like how much of a part that would play in the graphic novel, which I'm now very curious about it. Because I've only ever seen one screenshot that goes around Twitter all the time of that comic, which has a monkey holding a gun. And it's just, you see this monkey, and they're like, is that a monkey? And then you see the gun, and it's like, he's got a gun! And then it starts shooting, and I have no context for the rest of that scene. So I guess that... But they I did remember keep that, calling him should... a red monkey. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I... I don't know what they were trying to to do with all of that, but I'm I, curious. I thought they would maybe like address more the fact that like, oh, we raised him to be like a good person. And like John says it, he's like, Remember who you are? And I'm like, what are you referencing? Well, like, John, you met me like three days ago. <laughs> Like, whose son you are. Like, it felt like a very, like, you're the son of God, kind of. Maybe Myers left the FBI to, like, become a priest. Yeah. He's really inspired. I don't know. Maybe I was reading into it too much, but... I don't know. I mean, they definitely were hammering in that imagery. The first thing we see is a crucifix. Yeah. Like, it's not... I don't know what the message was intended to be, but something was there. Also, like, Myers throws the shit out of that rosary. He, like, does this... I don't know. He, like, kind of gingerly picks it up off the ground and then almost looks like he just flicks it, like, maybe a (laughs) foot forward, but he launches that shit, like, 40 feet. I would be like, he's got an arm on him, but he didn't use his arm. He just flicked his wrist really hard, so... And that was after he got hit by the car. Oh, yeah, we never yeah, saw him in a sling or anything. He's fine. His shoulder was broken. That was shocking, though. You would guess because they're running through traffic on this road that has cars driving at like 80 miles per hour right next to like a, a shopping. Like a, it's like a carnival or something. Yeah. And yeah, Hellboy makes it across the street, but Myers actually gets hit by a car. You like Didn't hear see that it. coming. Yeah. Oh. And then. Um, Liz gets her, like, soul sucked for unknown reasons, and he, like, specifically wanted her, I don't know, and then, like, she just (laughs) magically got her soul back. So, yeah, I was making sure that there wasn't another reason that her soul was being taken. I guess it was just 
to coerce Hellboy into doing something. Well, first she finally got to use her powers yeah. for good. That was very satisfying yes. to watch. Got all those eggs. And then I guess everyone just passed out after that. I think so. Because we only saw Myers, I think. But yeah, yeah. I was kind of surprised he wasn't dead. That was a lot of fire. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're doing this. Rasputin's back and they're doing a ritual to try to summon these demons Classic that are hidden in the ritual. moon. I could give another video game reference, but suffice to say, there's a lot of media that has monsters imprisoned in the moon as a trope, and you have to do something. It's always, I, I feel it's like always it's, an eclipse. It's an eclipse. I mean, eclipses are inherently love kind an of, eclipse. Kind of spoopy, so I can't blame them. Uh, did not like the monsters up there. Too many tentacles, and they were getting real close to getting through that portal. I was kind of confused though. Because they kept showing shots of them like breaking out of their prison, reaching down towards what looked like a wormhole or something, but they still said the, the portal like wasn't open. They're like, open the There's last one. There's two locks, Griff, obviously. Maybe they just literally, they physically could not fit. <laughs> they're like, they're too big. I don't know. But the day is saved because Hellboy remembered his... Rosary. His, himself. Yeah. That is... It burned so his hand. our father's, says so Hail Mary's, Lord's Prayer in there. It's got it all. The works. Like he says, I liked when he said that about the bullets. What were in there? Um, holy water, oh. silver flakes. He had like the, the custom yeah. bullets that he made, which reminded me also of Blade. Of the <laughs> garlic bullets or oh whatever. Oh my gosh, so much garlic. <laughs> Missed that. Uh, yeah, I thought like... The rosary was also become in play as like a a guard against something, like because he was sense. like you're gonna need this, but I guess he just meant like literally you're gonna need like God watching over you. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Like in the that very made sense, in though. the very first scene, like I thought that was gonna come back. I was like, are we getting vampires in this too? <laughs> Is Blade here? <laughs> <laughs> the crossover. I that didn't know would I needed. be a good crossover. I feel like they're in like the same world. That would make total sense. Blade being in this would make sure make more sense than it will be to have him in like the MCU. Like they seem like they're operating in the same type of world. Yeah, yeah. like mostly normal, but there are. are oh yeah, I mean, there's definitely vampires in, in this sure. world, like no doubt. And I could see them teaming up. What a good um, buddy cop! I gotta see if this has happened in the comics. Um, I see it. So after we see Hellboy with his horns, do you still think he should grow his horns out? Because you had said that earlier in the movie. I mean, I guess his horns like are supposed to be like evil, but like I just think it's sad that he feels like he has to shave them down. Yeah, it is. He just... I don't know if he like wants to look normal. He I guess said like he as does. much as possible, but... He literally said, like, I wish I could I don't know how much it's helping. I mean, it does... You know, there's no horns, I mean, but you still have these big It makes ass... a big difference. <laughs> Um, it actually doesn't look like they've ever had a crossover. Well, is crossovers with Batman owned by Marvel? It's uh, Dark Horse, and I don't know if they are owned by anybody else. I'm checking. No, I think uh, Dark Horse is like totally its own thing. Notable properties by them include Sin City. Uh, Buffy comics, uh, The Mask, Umbrella Academy. They oh. published the Umbrella Academy comics. So just very independent. Yeah, it's pretty cool. 
and a bunch of other ones that I've never heard of. Is the mask? I don't think it's the one that we're thinking of. Oh, it is. Wait, when did the first mask come out? This is so off topic. 1996 or something? 94. It's based on the comic book series. I did not know that. We can do the mask on the pod. What about the Master of Disguise? Is that based off a comic? No, that was that was pure cinema. That could not that could not have been an adaptation. Uh, yeah, in a moment of more badassery than usual, Hellboy breaks off his horns and kills Rasputin with one of them. Well, not really. Kills well, him. he di- he kills him. He doesn't kill the thing in him. <laughs> yeah. Another gross tentacle monster. Don't know how that fit inside that body, but, you know. It grew quickly. <laughs> uh, alien style. I mean, I did see Men in Black, and we know about the cockroach. The most disgusting villain. Oh my god, I can't think about it. You just gave yourself the heebie-jeebies. Oh god. Not a fun time. <clears throat> that was bad. Whew. Well, we get a sweet ending. Hellboy easily, I would say, by his standards, defeats this god being with a bunch of grenades. I knew that grenade was going to go inside. Yeah, it had to. Uh, And then he gets a tender mo with Liz, who has been brought back from the brink of death. No thanks to Myers, who just is standing there, shuffling his feet around. Yeah. I mean, what's he supposed to do? Tell her to he has no come skills. into the light, I guess. He's top of the class in Quantico. What's he doing? He's out of his element. Oh, and then... Credits are rolling. Molly's like, what happened to Jeffrey Tamper's character? And Griff's just like, ah, he's probably got out too. And then we just sitting letting the credits roll. <laughs> and we get a post credit scene! Yep. And it's um, him saying, hey guys, I'm still in here. He's been abandoned. And like a noise of a creature. I'm like, what creature is still left alive? In that place? I wouldn't trust that place. Yeah. It's too many. There were probably a bunch of creatures there before they even arrived. So he's he's done. Maybe for the best. Safe to say. Oh yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Sorry for the somewhat disjointed commentary. I don't... Neither of us were really... Taking our best notes today. We were, I think we just were just soaking in the movie. We were. We were really enjoying it. Which, like, I, I, it was great. I loved it. It doesn't do any favors when I don't take notes, though, because I'm, like, bouncing back and forth all over the place. But know that this was... This was definitely... Like, this comes recommended. And it was a really nice surprise, because I had... Like I said, never seen it, but people reference it very generously... Still, and I was like, I, I don't know if this is going to hold up. I don't know what kind of humor it is, but... I know that the David Harbour one didn't get great reviews, but I'm still going to watch it because I can really see David Harbour doing this type of character. Agreed. Yeah, it's that one's R-rated, I think, which I wonder this if This feels ever, like it should be an R-rated movie. I wonder if they ever wanted to make it R-rated. I think it would have pretty much... I think it was already so hard to make a movie like this. Yeah, uh, in that this would not time. Have, It would have at least not guaranteed not getting a sequel. Like, this is a hard sell. Yeah. That's probably why he says, aw, crap, so much, instead of, like, aw, shit. Or literally anything else. But, you know, it's more fun that way. Just imagining that he doesn't like to curse too much. Because <laughs> of 
because of the father. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I mean, he was raised Catholic. Yeah. Um, what do you think your favorite scene was? Ooh. That's a hard question. I have mine. Let me, oh, go ahead. The museum scene in the beginning, yeah. From, like, the detective work to also, like, getting to see him in action for the first time. And, like, John gets a little moment there, too. Yeah. That was good. They, yeah. Yeah, John pulled his weight in that scene. And I liked seeing them, like, work in synchronicity as a unit. Um, I was going to probably say, like, actually, I don't know. I was going to maybe say, like, the train thing, but that's kind of part of the museum scene. No, I, I meant just the museum part. So. Yeah, I liked I liked that whole thing where they're, they're on the train, chasing towards the train tunnels, and uh, when Hellboy's hanging on... And the MTA <laughs> operator is hitting him in the head with, like, a fire extinguisher. Not which cool. is probably one of the only times that Hellboy's, like, interacted with somebody from the public in years. And is like, I'm on your side. <laughs> and just keeps beating the shit out of him. And, of course, everybody on the train is, like, cheering. Because, like, what? And then he gets a, he gets a free filing of his yeah. horns by the bottom of the train. And then he grabs the third rail to, uh, well, try to kill Sam. That was very ingenious thinking on his part. Definitely. Um, I think for powers, I want Abe's powers. Mm. Yeah. Does that include being turned into a fish thing? I hope not. Yeah, no, if I could take if I could take Abe's powers without having to live in a fish tank. I would definitely. But he's like do that. up walking around just as much as he's in the water. It's true, but he does have his like little water tube thing. Yeah, I just don't want that. You know, I don't have to worry about it. But he definitely has the best powers. I don't need to be immune to fire or be big and red, and I also need to start fires. I have, you know, pretty cool though. That's a party trick. If I could control it, just light people's cigarettes for him. But there's not a whole lot of options, and I definitely don't want like. Some occult Nazi shit going on. It's just powers, girl. I know, but you could technically argue that some of them had powers from reaching into the portal to space. Oh, sure. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback you on that one. It's the only one that makes sense. Who would go head to head against Hellboy? I was thinking the Hulk the whole time. Yeah. Green, yeah, I mean, green be red, you know. I, it's Hulk, Christmas. Hulk comes to mind. Hulk would still win because, like, Hellboy can take a punch, but he still like has to rest. It seems like like he's got to kind of work it off. I don't know what his like healing element is compared to someone like Hulk. It seems like, like he has some. Um, I mean, the guy's strong, and he can jump. Yeah, which is probably a good uh, against the Hulk. Like, get some height on him. But yeah, I think the Hulk would win. Yeah, let's see. Let's, uh, I'm going to say, hmm, let's say Black Panther against Hellboy. Oh, Someone that has superhuman Swift. strength. But yeah, because we, every time we see Hellboy not move. not that super strange. No, but like, you know, not Hulk level, but not, not, uh, like, just, I don't know, Sam Wilson <laughs> working out strong. Uh. <laughs> Because, like, the Hulk, yeah. I'm like, I thought about maybe, like, Thanos with no Infinity Gauntlet. But 
It's hard to do that for Thanos because we don't ever really see him without. Yeah. At least when he fights the, the Hulk. They said that when he fights the Hulk, he's not using any stones. Oh. He's just a good boxer. Um, I think someone like Black Panther could put up a good fight because Hellboy's big and strong, but we don't see him move particularly fast. He uses a gun for the most part. So <laughs> yeah, I think Black Panther would still win. And he's got the kinetic suit. Black Panther does, so yeah. he, he can't really get... If he gets shot, he'd just use it against him. Yeah. I think he could wear him down. I think they'd have an interesting intellectual conversation. I mean, I would greatly prefer that, of course, over them fighting. That would be sad, but... All right, and we already said a great team-up would be Blade and... Obviously. Oh, is there any other world that you could see Hellboy... Either it would just be really funny or like a thriving placed for him i mean i think hellboy would fit in very well like in the x-men of course. world yeah i mean like i know we already, already about kind of like but like hellboy. he would it's there's so much like in common there um a curveball would be daredevil because matt murdoch is super catholic and i want to <laughs> see him. i want to see how That's that funny. works <laughs> Uh, he'd just be like, you look like the devil. He's like, no, I'm Catholic. <laughs> that's really funny. That's a great one. I don't even want, like, I don't even need to see them in fight scenes. I just want them, no, like, no. in mass. <laughs> you know. I'm just doing their due diligence. I think that would be very good. Going to confession. Marvel Dark Horse said, hit me up if you want a really weird niche crossover. <laughs> I think we should end on that. That image. Well, this was a great dive into a... A character that we didn't know much about. A new world. Uh, and I'm, a new verse. Yeah. I don't even know what to call this. I, I, the, it's the Dark Horse comics. There's no Dark Horse universe, but we'll just call this the, the Hellboy verse. And I'm very excited to get back into the Hellboy verse. Uh, well. You know the drill. Uh, send us a, a note if you uh, want to talk to us about any movies or tv shows um write us a little five star review put it on that apple podcast um application or, or any yeah. other podcast app and we'd really appreciate it absolutely and until next time we are out of the superverse, superverse.